You are listening to the New Day of Hope broadcast with Helena and Glennis Langley. Enjoy. Well, hello there, friends, and welcome once again to the New Day of Hope broadcast on Christlike Radio. You know, my friends, we are so excited that you have chosen to be with us for the next 15 minutes, and I know you are going to be blessed. You know, this would be a very good time for you to call a neighbor, call a friend, and let them know that the New Day of Hope broadcast is on the air. My friends, listen, man, you are going to have a great time today. We have a treat for you. So you better stay tuned. Today we have an exciting program lined up for you. It's something different. We want to talk about breast cancer. You know, October is normally designated as awareness month for breast cancer, but you don't have to wait until October to talk about it. I have a friend who had been diagnosed just two weeks ago with breast cancer. And so today I'm excited because my friend and coworker, Lisa Page, She's a survivor and she's here to tell us all about her experience with breast cancer. It is said that breast cancer is the second most common cancer among women in the United States and not just the United States but throughout the whole world. And according to American Cancer Society, it's estimated that 281,550 new cases will be diagnosed this year in 2021. And this is just for the United States. So think about the entire world. So you need to listen attentively to what we're about to say today. Amen and amen. Well, Miss Lisa Page, we are really happy to have you on the program with us today. I know you, you were on a program with us a couple of years ago. And, That's uh, true. Yeah, and so we are really happy to have you on this program. Uh, today. May God bless you for thank you so much for coming. Well, my wife has already said that we're going to talk about breast cancer in women, you know, in this day and age. And I know there are lots of people who really like to know a little more about this situation. So let me ask you first of all, so when were you diagnosed and at what age were you at that time? Well, thank you for having me. I'll be happy to tell as much as I can to help you guys, if I can make a difference in someone's life, I'm very happy to do it. I was diagnosed at 45 years old. I had always had a history of fibrocystic breast disease uh, and had had several biopsies. So I was diagnosed with breast cancer in April of 2007. April of 2007. You said that you were 45, but you look just like 45 to me right now. <laughs> Thank so, you. Uh, I have a few years on that. Oh, okay, I'll have right. to dance at your next wedding, oh, okay, right? Very well. Do that then. <laughs> All right. So what stage were you, were you diagnosed with? Well, I think it's important at this point that I had infiltrating ductal carcinoma and I was at stage one. But I think it's important that it doesn't matter at what stage the problem is, is you have to be diagnosed and you have to keep up with your breast checks, your self-breast checks, no matter whether you're young, old, Anybody over 30 years old really should go in and have an annual mammogram uh, and to see their doctor. I had had several breast biopsies and had had several things taken, and I, my dad was sick, 
and I missed going for an appointment and it was about a year and a half rather than a yearly appointment. So about six months outside, I wound up having a biopsy and I had cancer and I had already had a couple of biopsies that came back benign. So I just was tied up with him. He was sick and I didn't get to go and take my yearly exam. It was about a year and a half out. So in that short frame of time, what I had turned into a positive cancer result. That is a, uh, when it rains, it pours. When your problems come on you, they come all at one time. But you know, God gives us more grace even when our burdens are greater. Amen to that. So, thank you. So let me ask you this now. So how did you feel when you first received the news? When the doctor told you, hey, Lisa, you have cancer. Well, I can, I can go back and I can honestly tell you, it's almost as if someone pours bull and scalding water in your face. The first is the shock, and then when you, you actually take in the cancer diagnosis and understand that, hey, they say I have cancer, and, and you know, you hear the big C word, then it's kind of like the pain sets in, and it's like, do I have tomorrow to look forward to? What is my journey going to look like? You know, we all have a notion when you're born and, and you have children and you do all these things that you have a, a way and a set way that most normal lives go on. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, when you get a diagnosis, whether it be cancer or something else, you just have to be. We were totally in shock. Okay, so is there a family history of breast cancer? There is. Uh, my mother had breast cancer. She was diagnosed... A later stage in life she was in her early 60s when she was diagnosed and I was diagnosed at 45 both of her sisters have a history of breast cancer and I went through the genetic testing and we do not have the genetic testing so they can't tell us if it runs in families but yes it does there is a tendency for it to have it so if you have someone in your family that has had breast cancer it's very important um, to keep up with your mammograms and to keep a check on all of those things. Well, it doesn't necessarily mean that because somebody in your family has breast cancer that you are going to have. It, that right? is correct. That okay. is correct. All right. You should err on the side of caution, though. Caution, yes. All right. right. So that's why it's important, as you say, to have your yearly mammogram. I had mine a few months ago. It's not something that you look forward to, but it's something that can save your life. Okay, so... Did you have a support network? Did you have people around you that helped you out during the time? Had I not had my family, I would not have made it through it. My work family, my son, my husband, my in-laws, all of my husband's brothers and their wives and their families, my family. Had I not had that, I wouldn't have made it through. It's one of those things that nobody wants to be sick, but you have to find a way. And if you pray, God will open the door and give you the support network that you need and put the person or persons in your life that you have to make it through. Had it not been for him, I don't think I would have made it through. Amen. I like the fact that you said that if you pray, you know, God will really show you the way and open doors for you. And in the midst of your sicknesses and your diseases and our problems, there is still hope. We can look to God who is the offer and the finisher of our faith. He's our, in fact, he's our all in all. He, he's our healer, you know. He's our physician. So if we pray and look up to him, then that makes a difference. But when you received the news that you had cancer, did you immediately think about dying or did you want to live? Of course, that always crosses your mind. Nobody wants to be sick 
And when they say the big C word, you can't help but think about dying. And so I like to say that it opens a chapter. And in retrospect, having been uh, cancer-free, thank Jesus, for the past 14 years soon to be, um, I go back and I know that without his intervention, I would not be where I am at this point. Mm -hmm. I was able to go back and put that in perspective. In the clinic, I like to tell folks that Nobody wants to raise their hand and say, I want diabetes, or nobody wants to say, I want cancer, or nobody wants to say that I need heart disease or whatever, and we all face those challenges. But if you ask God, he will open the door and provide a means for you to accept that. And so you do, with the word cancer, you do have to face down the inevitable. You have an appointment to be born, and you have an appointment to die cancer brings it into closer reality for you. It, it becomes very real at that point. Yeah, Lisa, you sound like a preacher there, you know, he said that we have an appointment to, to born, an appointment to die. And that is true because the Bible says it is appointed unto man once to die and after this the judgment. Now it doesn't mean that because you have breast cancer that you are going to die. That's not what we are saying, you know. She said, if you look up to God, if you put your faith in him, if you put your trust in him, he will always make a way for you. That's a powerful thing. And that's why he also says that he is a healer of every diseases. And we can claim the promises of God that he will heal. No matter what it is, he will heal you. You got to believe. She also said that we get diagnosed about different things or just cancer. And the first thing you think about is, I'm going to die. But you don't have to always think that because that's why it's important to get this early mammogram. So once you get it early, there is hope. If you wait until it's too late, that's where the problem comes in. So make sure you go out and get yourself a mammogram. And also, do you know men can have breast cancer? Yes, they do. It's not as common as ladies having breast cancer, but it is also a reality that men do have breast cancer. Let's talk a little more about that, Lisa. Truly light on what my wife just said about men can get breast cancer. Men do get breast cancer. It's not as common as women. It's treated pretty much the same. And what I will say at this point is technology, whether you're treating a man or a woman, is on the cutting edge all the time. The treatment that I received in 2007 is different than the treatment that they have in 2021. And so there's always hope and there's always a different way to treat those, whether it be in men or women. But as Wendy said, the thing is you have to have early intervention. You have to have an open mind and be willing to do what's necessary to heal yourself, whether it be good or bad. The treatment is not fun. The surgeries are not fun. You just have to be there. And I will say, you just have to not let cancer, disease, steal the joy in your life. That is what made me get through the entire thing. A friend of mine said to me, you look like you're depressed. And, you know, at that point, you're worried about dying and what's going to happen to you. And she said, don't let cancer steal the joy in your life because God gave you your joy. That's right. Amen. And so I have held on to joy. Mm -hmm. Joy is my word. And Mm -hmm. I know now, no matter what I face, that God gave me that joy and nothing can take that away. So as long as you have an open mind 
and be willing to take the necessary steps, the preventative steps and the things to do what it is that you can do, you have every chance of beating cancer, man or woman. I like what you just said about uh, God gave you your joy and, and you can't let anything or anybody take that away, you know, as long as I know you, Lisa, I always know you to be an excited person, you know, and that's a good thing. And the Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so I, I for one, cannot stand being around people who are always beat around. I, I don't like that, you know, I like to be around people who are excited, who are joyful, you know, and we cannot allow the, the troubles of life to weigh us down because God is bigger than all of our problems. That's right, because it says that joy is an inside job. The joy of the Lord is within you, and you can't let anyone or anything steal that away from you. Well, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Miss Lisa Page. I am so happy that you came to share this good news with us. Listen, my friends, I trust you were listening. You know, we never bring our broadcast to a close without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. But today, I want to give you a chance to think of what Miss Page said to us today and that you would go and get yourself checked. Do not be afraid to go to your doctor and get a visit and know what is going on in your body. It's better for you to know now than for you to know later when it's almost too late. Do the right thing and I know God will bless you. Father, we want to thank you for today. We thank you for what we've heard. Give us wisdom. Give us understanding as we even think of taking care of our own bodies and our own strength. You have given us life and you want us to take care of our own selves. Have mercy upon us today, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 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 And if you were blessed by today's broadcast, you can reach out to us. Let us know at newdeafopatlanta at gmail.com. Once again, that's newdeafopatlanta at gmail.com. Join us next week for the continuation on this station at this very same time. So until then, go and be blessed. Do the right thing and take care of yourself. Oh.